0: We believe that stories are magic, so when we find a great one, we can't wait to share it. Far, far away on the planet Florp, a baby named Bobby Wonder was born. But his parents relocated the family to Earth right after the birth, so Bobby grew up having no idea he was an alien. Until his 10th birthday, that is. Can you imagine waking up on your birthday to find out that you can fly and talk to ducks? (coughs) Created by a New York Times best-selling children's author and produced by the award-winning Go Kid Go team, Bobby Wonder is out of this world fun. Search for Bobby Wonder on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hello, R.L. Stein Story Club members. I'm Ivy, your host once again. In case you forgot, and how could you... I'm the keeper of those weird and scary tales from the hidden vault of R.L. Stein. Today is the next episode of my Chilling Tales series, where we'll further explore the peculiar, the unusual, and the downright eerie. So get ready to get soaked, Story Club members. This fantastic wish-filled tale is one I call wishwash. Ryan made a wish when he found a lucky rabbit's foot keychain in the school parking lot. He wished that all of his wishes would come true, rubbing it as he closed his eyes. And guess what, he woke up one morning and it happened. Don't ask him how, but it did. Was there something to this lucky rabbit foot superstition? Was it some kind of magic? It was January, snow blowing cold outside. It was early Monday morning and he had to get up for school. He grabbed the rabbit's foot off of his nightstand, laid in bed and closed his eyes. I wish I didn't have to go to school today, Ryan thought, rubbing the lucky foot. Then, he sighed and started to climb out of bed. His mom came into the room. Guess what, sleepyhead? You can go back to bed if you want. They just announced on the radio that classes are canceled today. Wow, Ryan thought. Did I make that happen? Nah, it was just a coincidence. But just to try it, he gazed over at his action figure of Dak Prescott, his favorite football player for the Dallas Cowboys. One day, he and his best friend Scott were throwing a football around in his room and knocked the famous quarterback figure onto the floor. His arm and leg broke off. Ryan's dad fixed it with Gorilla Glue, but globs of dried glue spilled out from Prescott's arm and leg joints. It didn't look very good. I wish I had never broken that figure, Ryan said, his eyes closed, rubbing the lucky foot. When he opened them, the statue looked brand new. No way. He peered out at the snow. It was really piling up on the windowsill, and his mom's car was buried under a white drift. Ryan's favorite season was summer. No school, no homework, just fun with friends for three months. Why not try it? He closed his eyes again and rubbed the foot. I wish it was July instead of January. When he opened his eyes again, the snow was gone. The grass was green, the trees filled with leaves, birds happily singing, and a golden sun shone in the deep blue sky. This is too much, Ryan thought. No school and it's summer, and all I have to do is wish for it. So he rubbed the foot and wished that he and his best friends, Scott and Lynn, were at the city pool, but it was a private party. The next thing he realized, Scott and Lynn were at the city pool with him and they had the entire place to themselves. No crowds of bodies pushing and shoving. No lifeguards policing them with whistles. They splashed around in the water, dove off the diving boards into the deep end, slid down the water slides. It was so much fun. He didn't ask his friends if anything strange happened, like were they suddenly in their rooms and then in the next moment they were at the pool like he was. No, he didn't ask that, because he was afraid that if he did, Whatever magic had happened would change. Nope, it was just better to go with it. Man, I'm starved, Scott said after they'd spent a couple of hours splashing around. Me too, Lynn said. I probably should go home and make a peanut butter and jelly sandwich or something. I'm feeling lightheaded. Ryan closed his eyes and made another wish. He wished that there was a huge buffet laid out on the deck of the swimming pool. Cakes and candies, hot dogs and hamburgers. French fries and onion rings, pizza and tacos, milkshakes and lemonade and soda, all of it. When he peered over at the edge of the water, a huge table with a bountiful buffet was laid out. Wow, he didn't need the rabbit foot anymore. He did it without rubbing it. Incredible. Why settle for peanut butter and jelly, he said. Why don't we eat like kings and queens instead? He motioned over to the table. Scott and Lynn were speechless. When did all of this happen? Scott asked. Ryan shrugged his tanned shoulders. I'm just lucky, I guess. They indeed ate like royalty. Scott and Lynn laid out on their beach loungers, stuffed to the gills. Ryan didn't eat as much. He decided to work on his dives. He was always scared of the high dive board, but today he could be an Olympic level diver if he wanted to. And yep, you guessed it, he wished for just that. He did all the dives he'd seen on TV. They came to him naturally as if he'd practiced them each a thousand times. Scott and Lynn watched him, clapping and astounded at this new and unique talent their friend had. After about the 20th dive, Ryan was swimming toward the ladder in the deep end. Scott rose up from his chair and said, Just watch out for the big bad shark. The image of a massive great white shark sprang into Ryan's mind. Why wouldn't it? He and Scott had watched a movie a few days ago about a massive shark that was eating people up like there was no tomorrow. The movie had kind of freaked Ryan out, but he had briefly forgotten about it after this whole phenomenon of wish-granting happened. He didn't wish for a shark, but somehow, him thinking about it caused a massive gray dorsal fin to break the surface of the water. It knifed after him. He was cut off from the ladder, and so he swam frantically. Scott and Lynn rose up from their chairs and screamed, yelling for him to swim for it. I unwished the shark, I unwished the shark, Ryan thought. The massive beast, shaped like a torpedo and with gigantic snapping jaws, was coming right for him. Why didn't his unwish work? Ryan swam out of breath, but he screamed out loud, swallowing water and choking. I wish there was no shark. I'm not sure if Ryan made it or not. Maybe his wishes ran out. Probably not wise to spend all those wishes on such useless things. You never know when you might need those wishes to escape a shark attack. Did you know there are a whole bunch of Go Kid Go shows? Of course, there's the R.L. Stein Story Club and You're a Member. There's also Bobby Wonder, who's trying to protect Flugerville from Mighty Mila and Lucy Wow over in the big red barn inventing all sorts of cool stuff with her mechanical pygmy goat, Kapow. Just search for Bobby Wonder, Lucy Wow, or R.L. Stein Story Club wherever you get your podcasts and you'll find your way. Come back tomorrow for another episode because every R.L. Stein Story Club member needs a little scare every day. Ivy out.